And today we have one of my dream guests. He's a producer, an engineer, and the records he made created a genre that essentially even created subgenres that are still coming out today. He's one of my favorite humans on the planet, also one of my heroes, and it's a trip that has evolved to now I could call him my friend. I can't wait for you to listen to this, watch this. So without further ado, please welcome Ross Robinson. It never stops, huh? It never Mm-mm. stops. Mm-mm. Especially like uh, in in your case. Well, welcome back home. Oh yeah. You know, like uh, like the first time you were here, you met the whole band, and it was like well over five years ago. Was it? Oh my god, dude! Again, like I don't. We we don't we don't even remember the year that record happened. Two thousand sixteen, I want to say. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was. We were talking about. Um, I had my back surgery. It was that year. Yeah, you I had just it. had your back surgery. Fuck. So, all everything I did, I have kind of no memory of that whole year. Really? Yeah. It was. It 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 was that. Um, so I broke my back during Slipknot, and then. Uh, <laughs> pained and, and don't remember making Iowa because <laughs> oh the pain was so ruthless. Um, I remember snippets, but not like, you know, the whole. Yeah. Um, and then um, having that surgery like decade and a half later. Like was, 15 years later. Dude, it was so gnarly. Um, I felt... I thought I was feeling normal, but when I think about what happened, it didn't even happen. So, did it happen? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. We're we're in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It happened in that, you know, we have a forever friendship, you know? Yeah. You know, personal, which is rather than a friendship through records you know yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's you know it's crazy for not necessarily knowing you personally for that long but i feel like i've known you for a long time and actually knowing you personally now mm. it's been like a trip and just that short amount of time which i guess we could comfortably say five years is uh you just had your back surgery and seeing you kind of change too mm. like because you i don't because you've, you've dealt with that pain for, like, a long period of time. Oh, yeah, it was ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. And, like, you were probably st- you were still dealing with not being a pain, if that makes sense. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, was, it was still lingering and rolling. And actually, yeah. um, I didn't sleep well last night, but that's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, normally... Like, it was sleepless nights with nerve pain and stuff like that. And uh, I figured out how to hone it down and get get that happening, which is, uh, you know, strict diet, no Del Taco. 
<laughs> Man. Yeah, so I'm I'm rolling like mostly like ninety nine percent raw, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. And it and the inflammation is gone and the clarity is so much better, you know. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like, oh man, I could have gone raw <laughs> so many years ago. I know. Yeah. But you know, just a little, you know, essence of you know, you you've seen my diet and everything. It's pretty yeah solid and solid. tight and um except for a few cookies here and there. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, vegan, <laughs> yeah. cookies, the, the vegan cookies. You know, some burritos, yeah. you know, vegan or yeah chips. Yeah. You know, and those little things, you know, like made a knife stab my body. It's weird. So, it, you wow. know, with so many motocross injuries, we're not even talking about music right no, now. Let's go, dude. Let's go. Straight. <laughs> but, motocross. Raw. Let's go. I know. Woo right? salads. Come on, I'm in. I know. <laughs> it is. It is all related. It's all related. You it know? is. Um, I find like if I'm in a physical or uh, an emotional distress that that I do push an artist that I'm working with even further to give me that opiate release. Like something happens when the the amazing performance kicks. Yeah, it's like like just painless and free and and. And it, it, it's been a trip to discover, you know, like a great performance that heals actually permeates outside through the through the actual recording as well, you know. So, like this girl dumped me, you know, during at the drive-in, and oh boy, yeah. those guys had to pay. <laughs> oh fuck. I needed relief, like, oh, my God, give me more, ah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, like, how can this be happening to me, you know? But, you know, using those um, internal, this is, is the, is the um, resolve, not the thing outside of you, but, you know, when you do this, and reflect the passion outside of you, then people react back with that that high bar level of passion, you know. So, yeah. Um, in essence, um, anything bad that's ever happened um, or negative has always been the positive, more so than everything going well. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're here to. Um, expand and evolve and and um become we're not here to have like a like a happy life experience and then roll you know what point is that we're, we're you know where's the juice yeah yeah and um yeah you know and also to the brutality that happens when Oh my God, when you're vulnerable and revealing with all of the imperfections 
and the beauty of you is is exposed and people don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> From suicide. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like this doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You taught us a whole new level of being vulnerable. You know, that we were starving for, which is why us, like many other bands to this day, actually seek you out. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where it's like, you know, we're very, very aware of that feeling. You're, we're starving for something else and, and new. And, Auth- uh, yeah, deep authenticity. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it gets really caught up when we're, yeah, go ahead. I keep, I love what you're saying. Oh, cool. oh no! <laughs> and uh, from from the time that I really, it's like wow, I'm in the same room as Ross, and we're actually talking, mm-hmm. and we're we're creating music, and uh, as that short time has gone on, one of your biggest strengths you are you are a mirror, mm-hmm. where it's like it feels like wherever a, a certain person is in their life, like you kind of just shoot that back at them mm-hmm. for better or for worse. Oh yeah, you know, and uh, so especially then we were like late twenties, which is a very you know, you, you can remember your late twenties. It's a very confusing age where you're actually becoming a, I guess, adult. You know, yeah, it's a very, cat- caterpillar becomes the butterfly. <laughs> a- absolutely, and we were all yeah. becoming butterflies, as cheesy as that sounds, in <laughs> in your home <laughs> at the same yeah. time, and, yeah. and and you're well aware how, you know. Uh, how much chaos it can be to have five dudes with their own lives and mm. just man we had no idea what what we had coming and you were just again like your strength is a mirror so it really showed us ourselves mm. you know whether we wanted to see it or not mm. like you know when you see something you can't unsee it when you feel something you can't unfeel it mm-hmm. you know and to this day i was just thinking about this uh last night where the things that you've done for us definitely me personally from that short time period, especially those two months of living with you and the things that you said to me and, and the band are still, it's still doing its work. Wow. And still clicking, you know. I, I got that from you and I'm very lucky. I also had a couple conversations with James and things that you guys say, well, it'll, it'll be said and you hear it and you listen to it. Like, oh, okay, I'll, then I'll, I'll do that. But as... Years go on, they that's when they take their true meaning. Right, right, right. You know, and things that you've done, even as as far as like a small encouragement, has mm-hmm. done wonders for for me personally. That like you know, you know we're all you know we're we're human, and there's times we're very insecure, you know, and giant a lot of those moments. But then you know, I but I had that one golden nugget, dude. That mm-hmm. I could take from, you know, I remember that one time, you know, Ross said that to you, and it just fucking, <laughs> right on. Everything's great. It you is. Know, it's still, it's still doing its work, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was very important, especially for that time, for us to get any kind of like motivation. And you know, you you did that for us. You know. Yeah. Um, it's it's a heavy one because I don't think I've seen. Eddie was so just to the core vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And that alone is, 
you know, to me, our experience together is the platinum, that vulnerability and that um, letting go and, you know, no matter what, like the courage was yeah. way over the top. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so courageous. You yeah. Know. Definitely. I'm very proud of Eddie, you know, and you, you really, yeah. it took you, uh, you know, getting that out of him. You know, it's unfortunate people can't, you can't bring people in the room to see what was going on, but it was fucking heavy, dude. And I think the one well, the that thing the most, of, yeah, the, go ahead. Was, was Eddie like, damn, right. he's, he's going to the court. Once he sees you going, saying things that no one else will say, mm. so it, it gets us all going, I mean, him like, oh shit. That makes us go, oh shit. We need to like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like this isn't our record anymore, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we got to let what, we got to let what needs to happen, happen. And, that, and that's it. And whatever the, the consequences are, it does not matter. I remember sitting on the front line with you guys and you're just going, man, we wrote songs that that people aren't, we don't know what they're going to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. Like, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, the, um, becoming, becoming is definitely an internal experience and an internal job, and it's not anything about what happens on the outside of us ever. It doesn't, it, it's, it's such a, an illusion and a pretend world that we live in. It's all built on what people think from what they, you know, identified with in the past. So basically, like, if if you change my identity of what I know I am through your art, then fuck you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> my identity is getting crushed. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. In, in essence, you know, music is, is a... Um, music is about exploration and growth and it and it and it does everything for me blows my freaking head off every day every day yeah yeah we're so lucky to get to do this blessed dude so lucky yeah yeah you know it's 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 truly mind-blowing that you know when we're we're both still here doing what what we do Doing, living off of what we love, yeah, is the most fortunate <laughs> possible experience, you know, for a Beavis. I know that's that, that's that's where that's down down to our core. That's what that's what that's what we're at. You know? I know. <laughs> and you showed us that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, well, we're not we're not as cool as we thought we were. You know, nobody is. No, that's very. It's all that's a, very true. It's all a mask. It's very true. Yeah. The most uncool thing is the coolest thing. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> even something as simple as today, you know, I want I wanna be cool for our boss, so I'm not I'm not gonna wear a corn shirt, but then I'm not I'm not being myself. <laughs> so I, I took out I took out the mask, I took out the corn shirt, I'm I'm me. Let's let it rip. Just it. like <laughs> the first day we met. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I wore the same shirt. Yeah. You know? It's all brand new still. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's uh you know, music that 
that you help create like I truly hold dear to my heart and I literally mm -hmm. I literally wear it clo close to my heart mm -hmm. you know it's it's just I can't help it dude it's just it's there I mean yeah. it's, it's on it's on literally on, on my chest you know and yeah. do you ever think back when like uh when you first when you first started working in like a studio did you ever foresee what the fuck was about to happen a year from there and 10 no. years and like or ever ever, ever. It, it never it never really hit me um i mean there was there was a, a moment where it was just like insanity overwhelming like if i would go to a, a show you know it, it was bizarre you know but um in the real world like you know, people don't know who the producer is, you know, or, and, um, I, I think, um, when you're in a cave digging in, just extracting soul and grit and beauty and ugliness and, um, that excellent invisible, the ghost. The ghost. We, yeah. Forever yeah, chasing the ghost. Yeah capturing the ghost and then and then it's re held it it's not of a of a what is this going to do to the world sort of feeling you don't realize or or care it's not your concern you know we experienced it together where you know we're just pulsing and slamming pulsing and slamming for us simply that's it you know, and there's no outside world involved, especially when you're really, really there, you know, and awake. Um, and you're, you were definitely there and awake. Yeah, yeah, because cool, the cool. music was... <coughs> but, but um, <coughs> yeah, like, I wish I remembered that year a little better. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Oh, I have these little nuggets from from from, from you. The, the feeling tone stays. It does. You're yeah, right. You're right. It never goes away. That's true. Um, and uh, yeah, today is today is starting all over again. You know, as it was each day when we'd wake up. You know, it's like you start now, and then the past is it's non-existent. There's nothing there. You just show up and hear a craving and a voice saying, do this or do that and follow that without going, what did I do? Hmm. You know, or boy, I better like make, make people, you know, come and, you know, yeah. and love what I do, you know, it's that that is so not um, that contemplation is just it, it's a nightmare, you know, for people that live that way. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, this is going to be a hit. You know, it, it I don't understand it. You know, it doesn't work in me somehow. Does that make any sense? It does. Yeah. And and because that's how you truly view it and, and that's how you live, like the opposite happens is that you actually bring it in right yeah i think i think the the real part of what we are um 
is humming. It's a voice behind the voice, behind the voice, that when you, when you do something just raw and authentic and revealing it, you know, that it in you goes, <gasps> you know, finally, and, you, and there's a release and a relief, like, oh, reality, r truth, you know, um, that, that thing that we really are comes alive through the music, you know, it, it's like, oh, they understand, you know, yeah. and, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, from the beginning, you guys with Mitch, it, it was just like that with, without the, that's the amazing thing, it, you know, when you're young and you're not, um, there's nothing to lose. There's only everything to give, you know, just automatically. And you're slamming, like, the world just goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because people don't live like that. Yeah. yeah. Just don't. You're right. Yeah. Just... Just going full tilt with nothing to lose. Yeah. Literally with no concern with even like your physical life. Yeah. And unfortunately that has, you know, cost the life of our our, our friends, you know. Because going, you just go full tilt, you just, you just go. Yeah, well, you know? it's confusing when you're that powerful and you don't know what it is. It's really confusing and your, yeah. your um, life becomes about maybe... You know, that that expression is so big, then when you're not doing it, there's something so, like, off. You sure. know, it, it's scary. It's, yeah. it's so brutal. And people don't have, like, a public school should teach you how to deal with any kind of success. Yeah. You know, any kind of, like you know, applause, you know, or, yeah, or love, you know, basically it, it's when you give a love at that level through your expression, um, it, and your survival skills were built off of, um, protection, you know, public schools are brutal, <laughs> you know, Driving on the freeway is brutal. Everybody's defensive and gnarly and aggressive. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, so our skill level to survive is not built on what happens when that happens with suicide in the beginning, you know, where it's just like, yeah. uh, or, or the corn guys. <laughs> Dude, it was like that before we made the record. And I used to like, literally pray that those guys like one of them wouldn't die you know I, I was just like oh god I was so terrified for their lives I, I don't know why like it was freaking me out <laughs> really yeah <laughs> was it just a feeling or maybe maybe kind of like, like it, it was it was so like for me it was I would consider myself a another band member and that's all I did for like two and a half years before the record and um just that one band and every practice every 
you know, every show, you know, everything. And but there was this thing where I when it was starting to get confusing and people were like like on them wanting and needing and you know friends and you know whoever was around him and um I went backed way off just like and just let it go totally and um but during that time I was just like oh my god (laughs) please keep him safe (laughs) totally and at that point like the first record was probably already out Mm-mm. No, it wasn't even out yet, Mm-mm. and there was already some some level of confusion and outsiders coming in. It was out of control, dude. Like every fuck? every street sign in Huntington had a corn sticker on it. Oh my god! It was out of control. It was it was more off the hook than you know, the first two years after the record. Like their home Huntington area, and it was yeah. every show. The insanity of that environment um you know i i was like super super uh straight edge and living on wheatgrass and sprouts <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was that guy yeah and somehow everything everything worked together yeah and um <clears throat> but um we all yeah anyway that that was that yeah did you so you probably did you feel like a? It was just like 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 a buzz, and like you just felt something. Like what is? Well, what what's going on, or something's happening? It was. It didn't. It didn't match anything in the world. It was. It was too um, goth and femme. You know, Jonathan's yeah. flamboyancy, and then the music was all dark. And heavy it was it was um not poppy you know it was nirvana was out chili peppers was out like yeah. they, they were really blowing up at the time and um you know when i remember when the album came out the only thing they can compare john's voice to was eddie vetter Oh yeah, <laughs> like what? Fucking weird. That's but see, that's identity. You know, yeah. people need to attach absolutely something. But that that um, feeling was so intense coming off their their music and their performances was like it, it was so heavy in in an internal way that you couldn't deny it. It was. It was there. It was there. Yeah. Special and forever. Like, it'll never go away. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? I'm trying not, not to freak out. I mean, what, <laughs> what was it? Like, you were in those rooms. Like, you were in the mm-hmm. room when they were jamming, even before the first record. Like, what was that like? We literally Fun. Out, outside. If you're outside that room, you have no idea. Like, what was that like? What was going Just on? Just fun. Hanging out, yeah, fun, yeah, good old times, wow. laughing, spitting sunflower seeds all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> um, um, you know, they had their own language. Yeah, you know, we all talk with, you know, inside jokes. You know, and yeah, and um, it was, it was just this 
unique experience that I don't think anybody, even them, can't re re live. You know, it was so special. It was really special because it was so much fun. Yeah. And then the lyrics, you know, everybody just believed in the lyrics so much. Like, like all the methods that I use, you know, today were just being just kind of naturally formed in how those guys were and how, yeah, what they would react to when we were together. And, and, wow. um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so like John would say something, and then you'll you, and like the room, you guys would be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. It, it, the the lyrics were all dark and wild and revealing. You know, they yeah. were they were truly vulnerable in him when everybody else in the world were singing about, you know, some fantasy of something. You know, yeah, hiding behind of, you know. Like, it, this is what the title is, but you're not going to know what it really means. And, you know, no bands knew what most lyrics were about, you yeah. know. And wow. everybody knew what every single sentence and syllable meant. <laughs> and it came wow. out through the players. Yeah. As a, as a pulsing one, they were one, you know. I can't believe I got to be there for it and be part of it like it's yeah it changed my life and a lot of people's lives in such a good way in such a great way yeah and it's still yeah. going i can't believe it they work they work hard <laughs> it's no joke now, everything that you have and everything that all those guys have has been 100 percent absolutely earned through everything that oh god yeah no. it, yeah there's no um shortcut no with that absolutely not <laughs> and, and and you hear that and, and you see that yeah especially when you know i've been blessed and lucky enough to like you know meet you and those guys and like there's there's no it's no secret why you guys are who you are and where and where you're at just mm. full full on yeah 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 you know so you you were already like, so about two and a half years before the first record, you, you guys were already hanging out and. I uh, recorded uh, Fear Factory, yeah, in Blackie Lawless's studio. I was living on the floor in his recording studio, but wow. but, but before that, I was living on a practice room floor of my band, yeah, <laughs> and I had a band a gym membership that was, literally. $30 a year because I joined a, the it was called Holiday Spa which turned into ballets in Hollywood when they were building it Whoa! and they needed you know people to sign up and there was this wow. crazy <laughs> membership thing so I was able to live in these weird places go to the gym and work out and shower and do all that stuff and wow. and then music constant music yeah and um, yeah. so I had a friend that um, I recorded, and his parents uh, grew weed, and he grew up as a kid cultivating in Humboldt, 
and um, he was this uh, metal guitar player dude, and he had this band, and and I did a little couple songs in Blackie Studio. <laughs> yeah. And um, and uh, my band broke up, and then yeah, Dave McLean joined Sacred Reich, and that's right. Yeah, and um, right before that, Dave and I were playing with. Uh, these two singers one was from my old band detente yeah and um this other guy was this uh industrial dude and um the the music was it was going to be something ridiculous it had like a feeling of like sort of sort of like the earliest nine inch nails ish but in ministry but it was like uh chains addiction it's nothing shocking a little bit yeah and and uh pornography cure yeah with two insane singers like like to the core like that core 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 thing that yeah that <laughs> i'm into yeah was I learned from Dawn Crosby, the singer from Detente. She showed me um, <clears throat> Sisters of Mercy and like a bunch of like really cool, Whoa. gothy things. And I was just a straight metal kid before that. And um, yeah. it, she would go, so and so has cancer and listen to this song. And it's like, oh my God, he's dying. Oh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then you would see that. Oh God. It's like, yeah. yeah. Oh. And just swim in it like, oh my God. Yeah. And then um, so then we had this like crazy industrial dude that was like, ah, with a Echoplex delay like Mike Patton started doing later on and yeah and then Don was just these, these dark witchy lyrics just about rape and like gnarly shit that happened to her and I'm just like oh my god oh and and I we had one practice cassette and it disappeared I have n it I don't know where I lost it or anything oh, but no. it was like it had a little bit of um of what you hear in corn. Really? Yeah, the dissonant, like the bee, the bees sounding. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was in that. Whoa. Yeah, with um with the beats and you know. I I mean, those guys are creative gods, you know, and I was so lucky to be there, but I was able to bring this this thing to it and when yeah. John showed up to the first rehearsal to audition he was wearing like this Robert Smith makeup and I'm just like oh, oh my god like I love him <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah he was wearing these industrial monkey boots and like so sick. just so sweet and just man god oh. and that we didn't even hear him sing that day and he was just freaking out so hard during a song and wigging out and ended up on the floor just crying in rehearsal. Like, first off, I'm just, like, chills all over my body. We could not even tell if he can sing or not. 
It was so fucking awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all of that culmin- cultivating, culminating, or whatever the word is, just coming together in these impossible different, you know, John didn't like what those guys did. You know, that wasn't like his world. You know, he was like Duran Duran and, yeah. you know, really cool new wavy stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and those guys were into Faith No More and, like, you know just like oh my god this is so cool this is so cool and david's Man. beat and groove was just oh, oh my god everything was just so perfect yeah <laughs> and yeah all meant to be all of our worlds colliding you know creating and i know yeah and and supporting that like forbidden zone you know to go into yeah yeah it's even more for, forbidden now, it seems like, mm. you know? I know. It's, wow. Like, I've always, that's always tripped me out. Like, what, like, what were the chances of, like, six guys being yeah. in the same room together that are just perfect for each other? Yeah. What are the odds of that, and how does that happen? Uh, you you know what I, I love about talking about this is, you know, it's it's coming up because I keep looking at the shirt and seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember James going, like, I want the album cover to be like, you know, maybe a little girl like looking up at she can't see him and she's going like that trying to f- see who it is and and yeah, and we're like, oh my god, <laughs> and there it is. And then, and then forever. You, and then you have the shadow. Yeah. It's like it's just something like. There's something just off-putting about it. Yeah. You know? Well, it's, you know, it came from him for a reason. Yeah. And um, whatever that is, you know, know it's real, you know? Totally. Bakersfield, you know, it's burly. Yeah. You got Barstow and <laughs> Bakersfield in the same room. I mean, who? <laughs> desert. Yeah, pure pure desert. Got two deserts yep. fucking colliding. Yep. This everything that you guys did, literally one hundred percent everything to the absolute maximum was infused with being authentic and pure. Yep. And like, therefore, like the music uh, just kind of comes out like which you know maybe every not every but probably most producers, engineers, bands kind of secretly want you, you want something that kind of stops time time and transcends it and that's, that's it and yeah that, and and that's what you guys did well it's it's a timeless subject you know like it's a schematic for the perfect situation you know like um yeah. you know it doesn't have to be like dramatic and treacherous you know it could be any sub subject but everybody in a band, it, it helps so much if everybody believes in what they're doing for the expression, you know, if the if the lyric is known and it's believed in and you truly are, like, really living it and, and trust that it's a the message that you're all putting together, pulsing together, like the instruments are just as communicative as a lyric you know yeah and um 
<clears throat> so when you're all on that same page, you know, the, the count off of the sticks, like you remember, it's like, yeah. I want to feel the chill off the count. Absolutely. If I don't feel the chill, you're not even playing it, and it's all of you. So it's just like... That's true. <gasps> That's it. The song's complete, just counting off the song, you know, because... The song's done. The, yeah, yeah, the expression is, is just permeating, you know, the air of the room, you know, the breath, and the... Yeah. You know, because this is all temporary. That thing that comes through us is forever, if it's authentic. If we're if we're hiding behind some sort of fake reality and, and wanting something outside of that expression, then it, it comes and it goes and it doesn't really last. And you know, I've that's you know, I've said this so many times and to the band is when I got that Sepultura gig in the beginning for the Roots record. I think I got it because, well, you know, I, I said, I want to build a per pyramid. I want to build something that will last forever, you know, and never go away. You know, pyramids, they built it for God. <laughs> yeah. You know, like whatever their God was, it's there and it's just as powerful. Like it'll, it brings people to their knees daily for Quite the rest literally. of humanity, yeah. you know, the, till the world disintegrates. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be there. Yeah. So why not make a record that does the same thing <laughs> <laughs> or try? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a magic of just trying that. Intention. And, Intention. you know, the that all these like psychotic talks about lyrics and stuff that we do before tracking is like keeping the attention on the intention that's the theme always yeah attention on the intention so you're so you're uh, deeply slamming for a purpose you know and yeah you could play you know tight and correct and whatever it is you know it's not necessarily my favorite but you can do either, you know, with that attention. Yeah. On what you're doing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> at, at what point, where, where did that, where did that really come in as far as you and, and the guys were like, because I mean, obviously you, you guys were already hanging around like, you know, two and a half years or two, three, three years and like, at what point did you really go full tilt and you started going in? Um, I think the, I think the, the moment, um, I opened to LA weekly and after the wasp record, before I met him, um, I opened it and it said, at this club coconut teaser uh creep formerly lapd and i was like oh my band played with lapd and i really liked that guitar player he was so cool he's such a good dude you know we hung out for like you know 10 minutes sitting on the stage like just wow yeah we, just this guy and he always was 
in me for some reason. Yeah. And um, it was James, and um, I went to the show, and my friend had just been held up by some Crips that sold weed. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I recorded. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, let's. He goes, I do you do you know any bands? Maybe we can like try to start a record company or something. And I'm like. I'll, I'll find one and um first one we did was fear factory and that you know yeah that didn't work out and um even though we recorded they took it and used it as a demo and cut us out and um so i i learned that lesson and then um i go into that coconut teaser gig it was like opening magazine the night that that record was done, the Black Eel record, um, Wasp, and going to that show with nothing to do in my life. It was just empty space. Seeing them play, and like in the first song, like I felt this killer beat and the riff, and there's that guitar player. And you know Reggie's so incredibly great on bass, and so the, it was the three of those guys with this singer. Brian wasn't in the band; he was probably there that night, just hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> he was always with us, hanging out um, before he was in the band. But um, oh man, I the Fieldy broke a, a string, and it took him like. 20 minutes to change it <laughs> <laughs> and there was oh. nobody in the club except me and their girlfriends Sick. and the singer was like a allison chains wannabe dude yeah came to the oh he was from riverside and i met all these people from riverside from him oh wow you know that is a whole other universe of yeah. great friends you know and wow and so yeah like it's so cool like to be in your hood and like oh, I have some cool friends here. Yeah. Yeah. And um so back um, home. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's crazy, man. Oh my god. So um God, this story, man. Uh so the singer was talking shit on 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 the band, like, oh those fucker to his yeah. girlfriend and his maybe had a friend or two from Riverside. Yeah. So they were just barely together, you know. And, yeah. And um he was a decent singer, but um, then they started playing again, and I, I, no crowd, and I was just like, oh my god, the beat, it was just something so cool. So I went up to David afterwards and said, hey dude, here's my here's my number, call me up. I have somebody that would totally want to pay for us to go in and record, you know, a demo. And, and I said, I'll get you signed. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll up. get you signed 100%. Ah. And, um, and then uh, there was like a whole bunch of other weird things happened. And, yeah. you know, I went out with this girl whose best friend worked at A&M Records. And then wow. we got a demo deal to record in some more songs is with that singer. And those tracks are from are the ones we gave Jonathan to learn when that singer was kicked out of the band. 
and um, yeah, so there's all these little impossible steps, but I would yeah. have a, I would have like every A&R guy coming to see him play every time they play and like book shows and Hollywood and Sick. just have a list of people and check off who showed up. And <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it was like, like, I gotta get you signed. <laughs> and my whole life became creep. And yeah. then um, John came in. It was corn. And and I later found out I like corn with a K was on Hee Haw, which is a Buck Owens uh, owned show who's from Bakersfield. He's like the big country artist, Buck he, Owens. Yeah. And <laughs> and there was like a, a skit on Hee Haw. Um, um, K-O-R-N radio and there's like a microphone with corn written on it so I found out like decades later I'm like oh my god of course the fuck yeah like these deep subconscious things right? yeah I don't yeah yeah so whoa all these weird That's... organic and also too nothing was like ripping off of any other band of a heavy genre you know it was all organic and creating its its own unique thing you know as far as yeah you know there's influences but they weren't what they sounded like at all <laughs> yeah you know so I know, especially today how that's so rare you know bands taking that's not their genre and yeah making it their own it feels you know. like it feels like all of this subject matter um, could help, you know, bands, you know, go into, you know, your unique situation. And yeah, <clears throat> there's doesn't seem to be a fraction of what there were as far as bands, you know, the number of bands, you know, people are just so, yeah, you know, true. depending on themselves to do their music and. I think something's lost in that, in that, yeah. you know, it'll be however they do it, but then you lose that impossible thing that happens with a group, you know, yeah. something, something like they say, uh, in a, in Indian prayers and stuff where more than one people praying, something else happens. Like it, it's the same thing you know it's yeah. it's human with this invisible life force coming through us and and when when we collide you know babies are being made yeah you know and you have like five people colliding and you know there's a there's an influence and a, a tension it's hard it's difficult and and you 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 create you know it's difficult and um, and when it works, it's powerful. It's life altering. Life altering. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you brought up a, a few words I really want to unpack there. So, yeah, being in a room with you know two to five, six people, men, guys, is very difficult. It is. What 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 was that like for you? Um, was there like how was what was the tension like? What, how difficult was it? 
like uh, when, when you guys were like, throwing around riffs, r- r- writing songs, like the competitive factor, all that, all that stuff, you know, this is, this is stuff I don't even know. Oh, you know, it was really smooth and, and simple and pretty easy when we were all together. And um, there was, I had a rule and um, anybody that raises their hand, everybody has to stop making noise and let that person speak. So oh. it allowed everybody to have a voice. And, wow. and being that I was in the room without an instrument, um, it, was, it was like ideas were being heard and not ignored. And also like there's this thing where if there's somebody's messing up in a change or a part or something or it's like rough instead of plowing through it every time the guy that notices it stops and everybody stops and and we work on that part huh you know it it's just order in simple wow. simple order and and when everybody has that respect of the hand then then and you know it's creativity, <laughs> you know, it, it, it flows really well. It, it's wow. crazy, yeah. And, and also, too, those guys are like you. The riffs just fly out of them. Like, you, you have this special gift of riff that is so rare, you know. It just doesn't happen for people. And, um, yeah, so we had that going, you know. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Something so, but those are the simple ideas like that are the most difficult, if not impossible, to come up with. Something so simple, hey, let's, someone raise their hand and yeah. and, and let the creative idea and yeah. be, be, be heard. Usually there's a quiet guy in the room with the instrument and they maybe, you know, musicians are infamously insecure you know, so like yeah. the voice will be, yeah, you know, and just not say anything and get through practice so you can get the fuck out. <laughs> Been <laughs> there know? for a whole career, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. So with this, that confidence because everybody's allowed, and then I think having that person in the room for us was, you know, really helpful in the progress to speed up you know yeah so, dude something so simple has literally that just blew my mind <laughs> right like, on wow yeah someone rate just raise your hand and, and the guys they're also some, an idea like that it's definitely work for for all you because without trying you you all built built trust with each other mm-hmm and that's also a whole other thing that's hard to do with yeah. with, 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 with other guys. Build that full-on trust. Yeah. And, then, and trust each other, then trust what comes out. Yeah. And also, too, with the hand is, like, the the rule is and was, still is going forward, that no matter how stupid, if the voice is saying it, it'll reflect out and be really dumb. But we need that really, really awful idea to infuse inspiration. And oh my God, wait! 
you know, somebody else will have that. Yeah. And then somebody else will go, wait, wait, oh, my God. Ah. And then, you know, that thing starts happening because oh the terrible idea was said first, you know. And wow. so every idea is is a diamond. Yeah. Every idea is a diamond. That's something yeah. that we should all take, take away from this. <laughs> no, you're right. Sometimes, like, the, uh, like the bad idea will... Sp- create something else and then like that then yeah. all of a sudden all of a sudden like, you're bouncing off ideas that it spawned it from like this awful idea yeah yeah so yeah. so so was it really awful right right yeah it's like there's well yeah. our our ego and our our you know insecurity says oh i can't say this people are gonna tease me or that's like, true rip me apart or roll their eyes and think i'm stupid and yeah you know and, and that's our survival skill again you know our survival as kids you know we don't want to say something that gets attention yeah (laughs) you know like i gotta put on this this awful fake face and and blend in you know and that that not blending in in a in a creative environment is everything yeah you don't want to blend in you're creating. You're not repeating, <laughs> you know, something that's been... Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to listen to my own episode over and over again. <laughs> There's so much to, like, un- unpack there, man. There's so... It's it's great. And a big reason why I wanted you here was younger bands need to hear s- these things. You know, there's so much that... Bands haven't even experienced jamming in a room together, writing yeah. songs, man. This yeah. is this is getting out of hand, you know. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, Ross would be perfect to like, you know. It's it's like this. <laughs> Throw you know, a rope out there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Come on, bands. <laughs> yeah, there's like a figure out, you know. There's like a different way to uh to do things, mm. you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's really it's really important, and even you know me, I'm I'm still learning, you know, still. Well, hopefully, you'll never stop. You know, I know I'm not. Yeah. I I learned I learned something every single day and it, it hits me to my freaking core, you know? Like Yeah. That's a great thing about COVID is is the the inner journey has been constant. Just long mountain bike rides and contemplating and working um working out issues with self and others and you know, untangling knots and going, oh, my God, realizing and realizing and realizing, you know, there's been a lot of really cool work. And and I think everybody's been doing it on their in their own way with mm-hmm. downtime. And, yep. um, you know, rather than scramble to be busy for the sake of being busy, it's like. uh for me, it was, I used this time to go in, you know, go in, you know, rather than, oh my God, I need to be working, you know. It's true. Yeah, I've it's worked. True. I work, and working is way easier than sitting with yourself and listening to your brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And without a clean filter here, mm-hmm. 
without this being clean, everything out here isn't going to be clean. You know, there'll be, you know, just little things all day long that are just not clean, you know, and the cleaner you are in your filter, the the more uh, output, quality output will happen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What are some knots you've been untying uh, throughout this past year? Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, um, so sense of anything outside of me happening at all being a world outside of my senses being real <laughs> so I can look at this cup and see G the G and I think oh fucking Garza's cup that's so cool <laughs> and then I have a crazy story behind what Garza means what the cup means why you did the cup and your experience of that is completely different definition you probably don't even notice it it's it's just something you did and you had a you know whatever your story is is yeah. is not my story so we're in completely two different worlds so this cup in my world doesn't exist for you in your world it doesn't Whoa. exist for you in your world so <laughs> that's a good one. I've been getting way, way into that. Like, um, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, need for this or that to happen is just disappearing, you know, or this should be a certain way or that should be a certain way. It disappears as, as, okay. It should be, or do I look at it the way it is? Chair, black, you know. Am I going to argue with that? It should be brown, <laughs> you yeah. know. And, and my should, like, completely disregards the authenticity of what it's giving and what it's supposed to do. And I'm not allowing it to have its own life. I'm judging it and putting it into what, forcing it into my manipulated vision of what brown chair, you know, or yeah. turning it into a person, you know, there's so many things that like, like that, that, oh, you said this or you did that or you shouldn't have or, you know, all of these things with, with another person that we do. And we, we have these these rubs and I'm not I'm not allowing you to be you whole and complete as however you want to be. I'm constantly manipulating you in what my world believes you should be in my story of what Garza is. It's so fucking limited, you know? It it and then you know, we're friends, so you put on the, the, the friend face and, and you know, and, and 
we get along, but yeah, is there a thought or something going on inside that needs to be more authentic in our presence? You know, or huh. is there like a, a friendship face? You know, and it just goes so deep into wanting you, just like with the music, wanting the mistakes to happen because yeah. that's where, to me, God exists in the mistake. You know, I believe that. Yeah, and and that chill factor happens. You know, the yeah. the allowing, you know, especially as a record producer, allowing the artist to be who and what the hell they are now today, not what I perceive you to be, which was a big mistake on Corn Three. Yeah, you know, I wanted it to be so bad, you know, like the dudes and the fun and the craziness and rah, 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 you know yeah and there's a different drummer brian's not in the band you know john's going through crazy stuff with his wife you know and yeah. you know i'm not i'm not allowing my picture of what i think it should be you know and where's what happened rah you know and i'm off cuz i'm a yeah. fucking manipulator which doesn't give them the allowance to be who they are today you know and so it was huh. it was a struggle you know and um god if i'd known today after this work you know what i didn't know then it would be a much different much different record yeah yeah the one we made early on that i wanted probably yeah. would have happened in its own version you know. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was like that with the cure too. Like I wanted it to be to be pornography. Uh, wow. The cure, you're the cure. Uh, my vision of what I think it should be. Yeah. Just completely, you know, it was they were open. Everybody was open, you know, to having me lead this vision, but it was Yeah. Limited. Limited. Yeah, yeah, limited. Wow. So cleaned the filter so I can allow myself to be more for you. Yeah, wow. that's what I learned this year. That's a big one. Yeah, it's humbling as fuck. <laughs> it's so humbling. Yeah. Yeah. Very humbling. Yeah. Wow, I, I, I had something similar happen where I, I realized um, I have a massive ego. And I took, you know, sit, sitting down for a while, and it's, you're right, the word humbling is like, it just washes, it's like a bolt of lightning at first when you have that, like, re realization. Mm. You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you're just like, you're just humbled. You're yeah. Like, oh my, I can't believe th this is me. And how now, now, uh, now you got to clean the filter. Yep. Know? And I'm sure, you know, and then that's a whole other process that's extremely difficult to do. At least, at least I, I think it is, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a, it, it's a daily maintenance that's <laughs> of, it. of cleaning your filter. That's the best line of all day today. It's a daily maintenance. Yeah. That's the most crucial, proper line. Yeah. Yeah. That's Thanks. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts every every day you know all like or the day before sometimes you'll feel like oh you know I'm, I'm i feel pretty good 
and mm-hmm. like when you feel pretty good the next day you feel like shit yeah it's like oh okay yeah, yeah. i don't know anything ever Mm-mm. i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow i don't i have no idea what's gonna happen um you know a year from now and that was a bit you know a big learn, learning experience like you know which i told the band you know to to their faces is like you know i don't have any answers i don't i have no idea what's what's gonna happen mm-hmm. next month or next, i could have a vision and kind of share hey maybe this is going to work it's not going to work but you know we have no idea what this idea or this idea is going to do or mm-hmm. we we have no control of what's going on and um now turn that into like ecstasy not knowing where before you could you could not know and it's terrifying but if you go into oh my god i can't wait for the nothing <laughs> and just be like, oh, this is gonna be the best. <laughs> so you don't know, and, yeah. ra- and just just flip it into enthusiastic, into yeah. not knowing. It, yeah, it that's that's the trick, because then yeah. everything you do is just like an explosion of exploring. And it's not supposed to feel good all the time. That's no. a thing that everybody, our society is all about a microwave oven consciousness where you're just, you want it now and you're not supposed to feel bad. And, yeah. you know, and we, we've we got phones to shut down those bad feeling feelings and we can feel good hating somebody else because look how stupid they are here, you know, with politics yeah. or whatever. And yeah. Um, then addiction, addiction, (laughs) addiction to everything so we don't feel. And that's, um, that's, that's, uh, uh, walking dead. That's living with two corpses strapped to your back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just not letting feelings happen you know you're right that that's a big one it feels like um people around us aren't just let aren't feeling or allowing themselves to feel yeah you know because it's not you know when you sit down for a little bit like oh shit i'm having a bad day i didn't even know and it's just letting those feelings have have their way it's a hard thing like purposely sit down and all right here this is happening right now yeah i could feel like you know you could feel a panic attack coming or something yeah because you're so Maybe it has something to do with like you spend so much time not feeling. Yeah. When you finally sit down to feel, like you have these like panic attacks, and it's you gonna come up. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what, you can't you can't stop it. Except no. you can do things like dirt biking, <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Well, yeah. yeah. Slamming in on on a tour, you know. Yeah. yeah. You know, all those all those busy things, you know, totally. that that are life threatening, basically. Absolutely. You know, it gets yeah. that gets you into the no feel zone. Yeah. But um, yeah, this year is really, really. I think it's the best year. One of the best years of my life. In that. Ross, same. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Do you do you feel guilty feeling that and saying that? Because I I kind of do. Where like I mean, this year obviously it's been tragic for some people. But for me, and as you just said, for for you as well, like it's been, I mean, a blessing, mm. and it's been like one, if not the best year of, of, of my life personally. Do, do you feel like some some guilt 
or or, or uh... um, it's not necessarily because things went my way. You know, like I was telling you about house construction. It, it's just yeah. brutal, and um, yeah, you know, the situation isn't like from an outside point of view, like what a multi-platinum record producer would supposed to live like. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's not, you know, and and um, it's better than that. It's better than that because I get to, I get to feel the dirt. I get to feel the air. I get to breathe. I get to mm-hmm. spend time with Carl the dog and look in, to yeah. his eyes and then go to his ear and tell him how kick-ass he is like a thousand times a day and pick up his poop. <laughs> you know, it's so, so awesome so epic, to, dude. to be there, like to be there in that moment a hundred percent and having done a lot of the work so I don't yeah. have to be somewhere else and, 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 and just like, oh God, I got him. All right, go away, dog. Now it's more like I'm here. Fuck. Yeah. It's like, and I get to be here with you. Yeah. You know, this is awesome. You get all of me. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. There's there's no me outside in the world cruising around in my head. You know, and I think that's why this has been the best year, because it's it's just a recalibration. You know. Recalibration. Yeah, I th- mm-hmm. I think for a massive amount of people, it's a recalibration. Yeah, yeah. I think for the you know for for the better. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, you know our seeming nightmare. You know, I mean, I lost family members this year. It's like it's not cool, you know, but. I can see beyond what death is. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like the G cup. <laughs> yeah. You know? Is it what I think it is? Or is it my nightmare of what m- movies and storytellers have told me it is? You know? What do I believe? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they were telling me the truth. So death, is it real? Does it even exist? Were we even freaking born in the first place it's something my yeah. mom says if you were yeah. you could never die if you were never born you know and when you're living in your head through your filter and in contemplating all that it's like we don't even really exist but we get to pretend and have a great old time with it and have mm-hmm. so much fun being a hundred percent there for the people you care about and yeah. yourself, you know. Wow, yeah. The most, I mean, I think one of the coolest things you could do for someone else is give them your time, all of your time, with all with all of you attached to it. Yeah, you know, just simple. Yeah, I got to do that with a homeless dude yesterday in Ojai. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting there, and he was like an old miner-looking guy, and mm-hmm. I go, "Hey." Do you, do you want to hang out with my, my dog Carl while I go in the store? He's like, yeah. I left him, you know, out there, and they just hung out and had a great old time. And then, you know, Whoa. it's just simple stuff like that. Like the yeah. voice would normally go, oh, you can't leave 
your most precious being child dog with a stranger even worse than that a homeless person totally you know all of those nightmare stories aren't happening yeah you know and i can be authentic and real and and there yeah without fear yeah and that's also a big one doing that without fear is tough yeah you know well, if it feels correct and I'm not overthinking it, which is like a riff or a part or a beat or just like you get this feeling of like, <gasps> then, all right, don't mess with it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know, and then the overthinking, no, it could be, you know, in your head and, and you yeah. start and then that that essence gets lost. It's like, oh, where'd it go? Yeah. You you taught me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you taught me like uh, we were working on a riff and uh, on two on two s- separate occasions. One we were started laughing. Another one was um, a riff happened, and then we started talking uh, mm. like openly about like a something a little like little, like a little bit deep. Mm. And then you're like, when a riff o- opens you up, don't fuck with it. Yeah. And ever since then, we're still doing the work. I'm like. Oh yeah, if I, if you get that feeling, or you start talking with other people, or you still, it opens you up, and you're like, oh yeah, it's it's done. Get to stop, it. stop it. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've definitely taught me that. I'm still learning to like. It's so weird that your brain like just wants to come in and fucking start moving everything around. Damn near all the time. Yeah. Or yeah. When, or when you're playing, like your brain's trying trying to say, no, don't do this, do that. When I'm just yep. trying, most of the time, I'm trying to shut this off so it could just come. Get out of my own way. Yeah. And which things that you'll say that that will apply to other areas as well. It's like I'm like fucking Ross, man. Shit. Awesome. Shit. <laughs> I'm fucked so forever. Cool. Yeah. That's well, cool. <laughs> oh, dude. It's fuck trusting the unknown. That that smile, like <gasps> that breath, like oh man, I gotta yeah. trust that. Oh man. <laughs> you gotta trust it, and you know it's hard to trust that. Of course. I found. Because you might not look good. Fuck. <laughs> ego. And it's tied with the. Oh, it's tied with ego. Uh huh. Hundred percent. All, all, all the changing and you know, and, and like losing that breathless thing is is ego based. Like, boy, do we look good? Oh. And normal. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, you want to change it because you want to look cool. Mm. That's. That's dead on. Yeah, I think Get about the that old too. Pat on the back. Oh, good job. That's it. That's it. Yep. I've been very guilty of that. Yeah, know. me too. Yeah. Our, <laughs> Everybody. Our, our our last record was was like that. It's like, oh, you want to do stuff that like kind of look cool. We know it's like, oh man, it's it's so weird. It just comes in every time, dude, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to shut it down, you mm-hmm. know. And then when, when you're conscious of it, it's it's frustrating because I then I get frustrated for other bands and younger bands. Like mm-hmm. if I'm conscious of it, and I had you know I'm lucky to have like you know you as like a friend that, that could kind of help me with, with these kind of stuff. If I'm conscious of it and I struggle with it, man, other people that aren't are fucked, <laughs> you know. And that and that really bumps bumps me out. My like, man, if you don't have like kind of like that mental work where like you know, all right, I I, I need to shut this off so they let the thing come out or not change it. Because it's rooted, you know, in ego, or you don't, you always want to change stuff. I'm like, man, 
Yeah. I wish I could just tell everybody. I know. And I was like, <laughs> stop it. It's, yeah. That's what I love about hardcore and punk rock stuff. It's like they just yeah. don't care. Yeah. They just rip. It's rip. <laughs> the, it's, the good ones, anyway. Not yeah. Not everybody. Yeah. And I'm trying to have that at least, like the with the punk rock stuff. Like at least have like the attitude and and the and the energy. Like you, 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 you can infuse that pretty much in any genre of music. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Of course. I mean, you put it. Just that pure honesty, yeah, and it's infuse it. Especially, I wish it would be more in metal stuff. But uh, what what was it? Um, what was it like working with Paul Gray? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the dude. He was. I think I was closest to him and Joey, and yeah. um. just pure love the dude was the genius you know he was the main riff writer and um that unique thing like a riff would come out of him because he's left-handed it it was just something different and bizarre and like quirky like there was a a quirk that was only unique to him and yeah oh my god um just so willing the nicest dude i've ever met sweet heartfelt loving a couple weeks before he died he called me up and i was driving on washington boulevard by by um taco bell tie yeah up in that neighborhood yeah and he goes, he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm driving on. And I told him where I was for some reason. He goes, oh, my grandmother that raised me just died. And that's where she lived when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm like, dude, she's right now telling you that she loves you. <laughs> He's like, he started sobbing on the phone. He's like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it's impossible for you to call and me not know and give you my location. And, oh yeah. my god, he was just like, oh. and then he then he goes, uh, Mike, uh, I'm having a baby. Whoa! I'm like, oh my god, you know, and that's wow. that was our relationship. It was it was all about um, love and support and and uh, I did an Instagram post about, you know, his, anyway, somebody asked, what do you, what story do you have in, that nobody knows, and it, um, his mom, I guess she was, you know, I, she was using, and um, single mom, and just dropped him off in Daggett, which is like five miles out of Barstow. And we were living so close together in the desert when we, I must have been in junior high or something. And he was like an elementary school kid by himself, all alone in some like ratty desert house. I know right where it is. He showed, he showed it to me. What? Yeah, it's, dude, it's, it's crazy that area. 
we my family um we had like a bar out in this town called Yermo and, and it was Yermo and Daggett were like the same people and yeah. and it's all like hardcore like hidden desert people like welfare and it's brutal out there and it hot brutal. hot 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 it's the heat like he was just just a little kid like hungry some stranger probably some dealer or something and i was just like oh my god <laughs> and, and um and be, when he told me that story he, i think i gave him this big giant hug and and we were just desert brothers forever yeah you know? it's just like god i wish i would have known <laughs> i would have rescued you <laughs> oh wow yeah just just so real so real and so sweet and um then right after the baby announcement yeah. he died yeah it happened right after huh mm. it was so sad man yeah and it's that thing you know the filter confusion fame stuff happening for you seemingly for you and it's just like all of a sudden you know i heard this this thing like if you look at your friends around you that you have right now you're looking at your future yeah and his future wasn't too pretty when they were on the road you know yeah they were rough people and um and that's not who he was yeah you know it's just addiction is it's something else but if you were never born did you ever die you know and his his essence is real and it's alive you press play it comes through and he's completely there yeah a hundred percent um forever and ever and ever yeah yeah and it's living it's inspiring it's loving it's giving it's creative it's pulsing it's got a heartbeat it's beautiful it's ugly it's imperfect it's perfect <laughs> like all Man. of it all of it all of it and it'll drop you to your fucking knees yeah yeah we got it we captured it <clears throat> All the way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. When when they were um, at his funeral, I was like, they were done speaking and they started lowering his casket and I started clapping and applause for how beautiful he was and, and everybody started clapping too. I remember clown turning around and looking at me like I was a fucking freak. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's just beautiful. The, the, wow. The boy was beautiful. Yeah. He seems like such a special guy, man. Yeah. He's, he's my brother. One, one yeah. in a million, if not more. More. Yeah. One in one. In one in one. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, you you had lost a one and one in your band. That's never yeah. to be repeated. Ne never again. Uh-uh. You know, 
And it sucks that you, you don't like realize that until like you know it's over. Mm. You know, it's like which is not, okay. Not, yeah, that's true. You, you don't want to put that head trip on anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. You're a god. <laughs> <laughs> People will worship you and copy you. No. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's too much for a kid to handle. Special people, man. Yeah. yeah. The one, you're right. The, the one and ones. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? You're a one and one. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. And you respect it, too. You know? I appreciate it's awesome. that. I do, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you, you said uh, you said something during the, we were doing the record together. And uh, kind of one of those things where, like, you know, you're, you're really good at addressing, like, the elephants in, in the room. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were, you know, normal morning. You're, you're having your woo-woo salad, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> drinking uh, your, your Pete's coffee. And then you said, you know, you don't want to be remembered by the band that had their singer that died. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I wanted someone to tell me. But no one's ever told me, mm. and you're the only person to this day actually that's that's uh, said that to our faces. You know, you don't want to be remembered as that band, and no, yeah, you know, because I don't. And it's just one of those things like you just wish people would just tell you, like you know, especially producers. Mm. You know, like especially you're writing music, like man, you don't want to. It's, it's not over, Mm-mm. you know, and it, so, it starts right now. Here, yeah. the past is gone. Doesn't exist. It's over. We're here. Yeah. Now. And now. And now. <laughs> yeah. We're at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Where did that? I mean, uh, I I don't I don't know what to say. I might I must say I don't want to say you don't care, but how do you just get that filter, or you don't have it? You just say it. You know, like, do you just not think about it? You're just like, I, this is what it is, and I just, just got to say it? I don't know, man. Stuff comes out of my mouth. and <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> I, I have no idea too. what I'm going to say. I don't prepare anything at all. That's it's just whatever's going to happen in that moment. and mm-hmm. Just try to be there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's kind of how, how you do it. Like, you, you can't really like prepare to say stuff like that. It just has to come out. Yeah. On all I, levels, right? Yeah, too much preparation just gets, you know, it, it puts everything that you know into play to get it perfect. Oh, wow. And what I know is so limited yeah. and minuscule. What we don't know is infinite. What we don't know is infinite. What we know is totally limited. It's, it's, it's true. not even worth mentioning. <laughs> that is very true. Um, I had a. I was hanging out with uh, CC and a few days ago here, and I was having like a a mild panic attack because mm-hmm. I was doing a experiment. Basically, what what you just said, I I I wanted to let go of this conversation because you know, obviously, you know, I'm gonna do a podcast with. I mean, I told you, like you, besides my parents, like you and you and James are like my favorite humans on the planet. You two are like why oh. you and James are like why I am who who I am. 
Oh man. You know, so naturally, like it's like, oh, I can't. First of all, I can't believe like you know, Ross is coming over and he's giving me a shot and he's doing this. And obviously, as like what 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 you know, I'm doing what we're doing. You need to be prepared, have questions ready because you don't want it like like a low. Yeah. With you, I said, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna ask any questions." <laughs> and this wave of panic did not stop until today. It was oh, like, good. It's great. I mean, right on. Because I knew, like, well, I didn't know, but I was like, like I just let that thing happen. That's gonna be yeah. the best conversation. And like the, I was freaking out, man. Like that's just like the way how like your brain just reacts to like not just wanting things to be a certain way. Yep. You know, I had no questions ready. I was like, I know I'm like, just sit down and have a conversation and that, that caused a panic attack, dude. I was like, what are you doing, dude? You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin everything. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, as, but as like the moment unfolds and you go into the unknown, it was actually beautiful. Yeah. And perfect. We just wrote a song together. Oh, fuck. <laughs> dude, I, I, I look back on them. Again, doing our, our, like the record together. When we were working on that first song, one again uh, we we go to feelings, not memories. are kind of faded, but there is feelings. And the first song we were working on together, you obviously it's the first time we're working with you, mm. and you go into Eddie. It's like, oh, what, what's going on? We never uh, never experienced that before. And then you tell Alex to fucking hit the drumsticks, bah, 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 and then. Right when we went into, it happened to be like a song with like a blast beat in the in the intro, and that wave of chills came in with the head. You had the headphones on. You're in this teeny room, and Ross Robinson's right by me. Uh. One of my favorite dudes in the world. <laughs> my, my, my hero is in the same room, and as you explained earlier, like the wave of chills, mm. and like, like, oh, yeah. this is what they fucking did. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say I get it because I don't get it, honestly, because... Good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was so amazing to have that experience and to look back and have that experience. Is, is, there's no price tag. Mm. The price tag on the, the few moments, you know, we've had talking and, you know, me just trying to be cool in front of Ross Robinson. I, mean, I, just, want, I just wanted to think I'm cool. <laughs> Fuck! I, I just want him to like me so fucking bad. It's <laughs> oh, so funny. It's funny, man. But that's it, it, that's how it was. You have we have our masks, you know. And uh, those moments, dude, I still I still cherish today. Mm. Yeah. And I'm applying in my life now more than ever. You know. Oh God. You know. You know. Writing. You know. Riffs now, and you know we're about to get in the room together very very soon with, with the guys and those that toolbox like you gave us. I cannot wait to finally bust it open because the last record was like, like we really didn't. And uh, that's cool, you know. Like just think of, it. you know, both of those as transition periods. You yeah. know, it's just transition and growing and evolving and yeah, you know, finding what you don't know. <laughs> you want to find what you don't know. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one wow yeah yeah there's no there's no mistakes ever yeah ever you know all of us want to you know 
be loved and have massive success and all this bullshit. And, yeah, you know, the thing about it, it's like buying that doge coin. Yeah. I saw Alex posted something like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he's invested. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, I think they're kind of deep in it right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's soon, as soon as Elon Musk, Musk toys with the public and says, oh, something about that it goes woof and then all of a sudden you have something to lose huh it's the same thing with you know a band blowing up too soon it's like all of a sudden whoop you have yeah. something to lose and it's all a dream it's fake digital money fake digital love in thinking that that means anything at all whatsoever it's yeah of hmm. course it's great to have like luxuries like a car and to be able to put gas in it and eat without looking at the price tag is like oh my god it's like heaven on earth but if you didn't have those things you would still get to where you need to go you would still not starve to death and you would probably have a more rich experience of life, you know, because you'll appreciate everything more. And yeah. I'm not saying success is bad, but, um, you know, the, the, um, the road and, the, and the, the process is the gold, not the, the, uh, not the result. The result is complete, total fantasy bullshit, no matter what it looks like, good or bad. It's not real. So, mm -hmm. you know, like what we've been talking about is the process, mm -hmm. and we didn't get the, the result that society says is good, but um, mm -hmm. we got something better because we wouldn't have learned anything. Yeah. None of us had it gone our way it would have been easy street happy days you know and the challenge of now what how am i going to hold on to this you yeah. know it turns into a, a total nightmare and egos and yeah you know drug and alcoholism and insanity or whatever it is for people yeah. you know um so yeah i say like the process is the process is everything. It's the thing that, say, I listen to a record that I recorded at any time period and I get to feel and see those people and where my life was at that time. I don't remember the years of my life or how old of anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah. I do remember time and space through the art and the records and the grit that happened during those times. You know, that's 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 my bank account is those experiences and those feelings and those lessons and those failures and those wins. And, you know, like that's mm -hmm. that's what that's where the worth is, is the the, the process. Yeah. 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 The uh the process and seems like. The failures mean more 
mean more than the successes? Well, you can't fail. If you love the process and you give everything and you're, and you're absolutely authentic, it, it, it can't fail. Like, for you. Yeah. Like, you, you gain everything. Mm-hmm. You gain so much more. Now your, your weapon is sharpened into, into creating, you know, you go through a fearless zone. Yeah. You sharpen the fuck out of your weapon and it wasn't pretty. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, you go out and create something that's just going to smoke. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it's the way it is. <laughs> that's man. everything, man. One last question, and then uh, and then we 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 head out. This actually ties into what you were just saying, which is perfect. Um, was there a time where, uh, when did when did the shift happen? Where like okay, like things are different now. Like I'm now I'm successful, and the band I'm, I'm about to record is now successful. Or when 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 was that? And and uh, how did you deal with it? And did you fall on your face and have to? Re- recover and then how did you recover well my manager at the time would call me up and go hey buddy i got a check for you i'm like okay cool it it was like some insane amount of money i'm just like oh my gosh he goes are you happy buddy and i'm like (laughs) i yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i was working I was like in Malibu, like yeah, just it's so intense and burly, you know, dealing with an engineer that was late every day, and then bands that hate being up there, and yeah, you know, but the music is sick, <laughs> yeah, and and so it was like a, a world of of it was fucking tough. It was so hard, like every record it was so excruciatingly painful because you know like I tried so hard and and I would just feel so exhausted like I don't ever want to do this again and then you go are you happy buddy for the result and I'm just like yeah I guess yeah huh what's what's going on what's wrong like nothing um that's awesome and I, I would put on a show of happiness. Like, yeah, yeah cool. Mm. <laughs> you know? Because yeah. my world was not related to the result. Yeah. And um, uh, then in the... Where I think I had to deal with it was getting into racing dirt bikes, you know, in my early 30s. And... Through my thirties and in mid to mid forties, and and I wanted to be like a a pro, local level vet pro, which is plus thirty, before I turned forty, and and Whoa. before that I raced as a kid. Yeah. Before I started playing guitar, my mom pulled me off the bikes from getting hurt, and then I just grabbed a guitar, and that was you know what created us being together. And um, so I, I got back into dirt bikes 
after the Cure record, like, way hard. Like, I had a live-in mechanic. I had two practice bikes. Suzuki was giving me a bike. One, one year they gave me two, and I would get free race gas, like 55-gallon barrel, because I was this producer guy, and oh, and I would... Fuck. <laughs> That's bad my, news. Me- <laughs> my mechanic would, you know, like... We'd take two practice bikes in case one of them broke down to the track like every day in between records and I just made records broken all the time. I was always on crutches and, you know, I broke 27 bones, you know, during that that last stint. And I think it was just, you know, after the cure thing, I was like, now what? It was just dead inside of me. I was just like, fuck. What? Yeah, like now what because everything everything went my way everything yeah the most beautiful girlfriend the most kick-ass house on the beach dirt bikes (laughs) (laughs) go to new york i invested in a nightclub models hotel rooms you know fucking walk in and everybody hey that was my social life in New York, and it was just like, fuck you, yeah, like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it, was, it was cool to experience it, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't where it all started. And that, where it all started and what created this life was having my head on the floor in humility, asking for help, you know, or... or praying for the dudes not to die (laughs) yeah you know that is the core of what you hear in the really good records that i did you know it's that that yeah which is which is um selfless giving and in creation you know and and being um there to hold the space that allows the unthinkable to happen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not the not the nightclub in New York. No. <laughs> not not the models. Not the hotels. Not the you know business class, first class flights. Not the you know big old pats on the back. Not the love from the record companies. Not the yeah. You know. Oh man, they really want you to do this, and this year, so blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know, um, it's really cool if you don't believe in it. You know, I think a dude like Robert Smith is a hero for me in that area. In that, yeah, he is legally blind. Whoa! Yeah, you've never seen him with 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 glasses on. He wears these sunglasses sometimes, like Ray-Bans. Yeah. <laughs> and and those are prescription. But all the time, most of the time, airports, everything, he can't see people looking at, looking at him. So oh. he's free. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He has no, he, yeah. there is no world going, there's Robert. You know, and, oh. and he's lived that, that authenticity of being him without having to hide so that the lipstick and the hair is actually authentic it's badass and it's him 
you can fucking rip it, dude. That's so sick. <laughs> it's so badass. I'm like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> hero, hero. Dude, what's it like when he shoots you an email or like when 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 he like when he hits you up? Do you still get like, oh my god, I just got? It was it was really bizarre. I was I was running just a little late to get to the Hollywood Bowl show and yeah. Everybody's there just to see him, you know, his and hear that thing that comes through him and yeah. and um he sent me a text. Hey Ross, we're about to go on, hurry up and get in here and go over here, I'll have somebody meet you and and like and I'll meet you <laughs> I'm just like, oh, if anybody knew that Dude. like right five minutes before he walked on stage and and it was just so surreal because I lived on Highland in Hollywood, right down from the Hollywood Bowl. And yeah. I always wondered what it was like to go to a show at the Hollywood Bowl, you know, when I, in 85, like, Whoa. oh, my God. And, and I, w- I go there, and I'm in that moment of being 17 and just moving there, and I'm in the parking lot, and my favorite artist that ever existed in human history is sending me this message of love and and hurry and I want to see you and like (sighs) words can't describe it dude it's just so bizarre it's so bizarre yeah yeah that's man yeah that is bizarre that's such a trip (laughs) I know right yeah and then (laughs) and then you got to act like it's all cool well how how do you act when that happens well that's that's the that's the thing where I made a huge deal with myself that you know I whatever came out of my mouth during the process and all that I had to be absolutely ruthless ruthless in my conviction and authenticity you know just say what I think yeah you know um, give him my opinions and you know that's what he had me in there for and and drawing fire out of him. And, and I didn't, I owed it to my love for my favorite band ever. And I owed it to, to every Cure fan that's just dying to hear him rip. Just, they want to get inside of his guts, his core, his soul, everything. They want to know more and they want to feel him. And I was just like, oh my God, I was ravenous (laughs) for it, you know, like, I'm gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it, it was it was terrifying when it was like, oh, it's not there. God damn it! <laughs> and I'd go, all right, let's go through it. And he'd be like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I think I think he he well he told me that he. Love that about me so much that nobody ever did it with him. Yeah, they're, 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 you know, he has to deal with that. You know, people don't give him that because it's him. Yeah, you know, and so it was good to be that person. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> tough. <laughs> that sounds tough. Yeah. Scary. But excite, excited, excited, you know, like yeah. enthusiastic about jumping into the unknown. Yeah, 
it's scary, but it's just gotta jump in. Oh my god. I saw him I saw him uh, kick the fire starter out of the studio. Yeah. He was in there, you know that guy. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 He passed away. Yep. Rest <clears throat> in peace, man. Yeah. But he was in there talking about his drug cocktails and how this and that and Robert came in in all of his ruthless goth badassness and said I don't like you here you need to leave right now and the fire starter was like 10 feet tall into like a microscopic sized person because the goth lord of all <laughs> just fucking smoked him out of the studio for being Fuck. yeah that's intense man yeah I was just like I don't ever want to be that guy Damn. <laughs> yeah yeah, so he he knows the the power of word, and so he he is really sweet and light with everybody. And yeah, not the fire starter that night though. It was. Yeah. He just sounds very honest, like a very honest, humble guy. And a Beavis. And a Beavis, of course. Yeah. That seems to yeah. be like the main ingredient. Yeah. In a lot of stuff. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> that seems to be. Yeah. That, that's it. Man, well, let's uh, let's end this one on a on a high note. <laughs> that was great. Thanks, Ross, for for <laughs> for ma- making this drive down. Man, it was awesome. Dude, yeah, I I'm just stoked to be here for you. Yeah, it's a good thing. I'm truly honored, Ross. You know, <laughs> and I, I could publicly say that you know you're again like you're one of my favorite humans on the planet. You know, if you've done so much for <clears throat> for our genre that again keeps on giving it and keeps inspiring mm. new music and bands and you have such a massive piece to that you mm. know and um you know again you know i'm 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 a new i'm a 90s new metal kid that's just who i am <laughs> you know and i'm i'm very i'm very proud, proud to say that you know you you truly help you know shape who who i am and who i'm still becoming mm. you know and i'm very you know i'm honored that you know i actually call you a friend yeah and, same here and speak speaking about bizarre so my so what reality is to me is so stretched and like wow <laughs> like like this is real life man yeah bless and very very i think very it blessed is to be here maybe is it yeah <laughs> yeah well do you got anything uh coming up that you want to share with share with the world man um well there were two releases this last year um touche amore cool uh, the um the album Lament, it's it's got the stuff, dude. It's got yeah. the chills. All right. It's so good. Check it out. So badass. And um yeah, it was one of the good ones. One of the oh my god. Sick. Fuck. And then um Evitz mixed it. Oh awesome. So, yeah, he did a killer job too. Nice. And then um uh Ghost Domain. Dude. Anti Mother. Yeah. Do that. Anti Mother, no, that's Norma Jean. Anti uh, icon, icon. Right? yeah, yeah, Jesus, dude. What was uh, what was that like? That that's a sick fucking record, man. Well, him and Arthur did all the writing and stuff and prepared it digitally, and then yeah. and then I came in for the sick, uh, uh, the sickness. Yeah, just to infuse it with some hype 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and, what's um, up, man. Yeah, and my my gig was it was so fun like to be there and um and see this true artist like like wow he's so unlimited and um talented and sweet authentic just wow what a fucking dude and um i feel like he's i feel like he's you know if it wasn't for covid he'd be the new headliner like taking shit over yeah um yeah i was just completely blown away and honored to get to work on it and and make new friends you know making friends yeah yeah but um so there was there was uh arthur who um he's he's a great producer killer engineer yeah and he lived with eric for you know the whole time doing it on top of what eric did on his own and nice yeah there were there were some vocals you know there's there's some tracks that i didn't get to work on with him and i was just flipping dying i wanted to dig in so hard on but he was like okay this is this is really good i'm i'm happy with what happened here and you know i was in this certain place and like he explained it all and I'm like, okay, that sounds legit. And then I was just yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We can go deeper. There goes digging. <laughs> but um yeah. it's it's perfect. You know, the the stuff we got to work on was just really badass and it's great. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And we recorded at, at this ghost town in um between here and Mammoth place town yeah. called Lone Pine. There's a a a gold mine like half hour from it and um there's like a 20 minute drive up a dirt road to get to it and um of course i hold the record of speed of how fast to get up there i made it in less than 10 minutes oh wow (laughs) full tilt wide open in the raptor (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> it's so cool. I have it all timed. I sent the owner <laughs> I sent the owner my time and and um he can't no matter who goes up there, dirt bikes or anything, they can't beat it. I'm just like yes. Dude, but, full um, tilt. Yeah, we recorded in this um bar that, you know, there was like people murdered in card games and like Whoa. Uh, yeah, it was huh. really cool and it was fucking freezing so cold like um the wind was blowing and yeah. we'd light up this big potbelly stove and it would heat the room <laughs> like this old cowboy like wood floor everything's just like you know they had like cheap electrical not in the walls it was like outside the walls like and um two months after we recorded that bar burned down what it's gone <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It was so cool, man. It was so cool. I, I'm just like, God, I would love to have gone back up there and ripped. But, um, oh, man. What, yeah. what are the chances of that burning down? Yeah. After it was built in like, you know, the early 1900s, maybe 1800s. Yeah. You know, cow cowboy oh. stuff. <laughs> it's gnarly. 
And um, That's intense. Yeah. So and it was more authentic, authentic in its its preservation, like the the curtains and everything was just raggedy cowboy because so, the dirt road was the barrier. Like not anybody would just go up there, so yeah. it stayed jacked up you know that's sick. dirty and like god it was awesome <laughs> that sounds awesome now i gotta revisit that record knowing that that backstory now <laughs> yeah there's a really cool acoustic song that we did um where uh, arthur arthur played the acoustic and um i sat eric like right in front of him and the microphone, and then I—I I don't think you can hear the wind blowing, but it was howling. And um, we went through the lyric and the story, and 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 um, Arthur is like, "I'm here for you, Eric. I love you so much." And Eric is like, "I love you too." <laughs> wow! <laughs> they just played this really simple. He played this really simple thing with his best friend like right in front of him and you know it's got wow. it's got that thing you know it's really sweet that's cool yeah it was a story of of his father passing away and him staying in florida at the house where you know just couple months earlier or a year ago earlier there was like a, a family in in a unit and yeah. his mom was driving away with his little brother i think and him just watching him drive away and staying at the house empty with no furniture alone wow. <laughs> it's just like oh the agony yeah this is gonna be good <laughs> you're stoked <laughs> oh, i'm stoked to get real feelings and and totally. true love yeah. you know true love sometimes i i think true love comes out when things aren't pretty you know when it's tough that's true yeah that's when it comes out you know it's like huh. The ego falls away, and the only thing that's real is love. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the high note. That is the high Woo! note. <laughs> well, Ross, again, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's it's good to know that there's still, there's there's humans like you out there still putting out pure records and pushing like new artists. Mm. You know, it's great. Still still doing it. So hopefully I uh, I want to have you back here with uh, Steve Evitz. <laughs> I got, you you want to have one with just him first? Yeah, or? yeah. yeah I want to cool. have one with just him, and then uh, then I'll, I then want we'll to have the party. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe get Alex in here too. Oh shit! So I'm, dude, I'm down for that. Holy fuck! That'd be sick. That, that, that's your idea. I'm down for that. Okay, Steve Evitz and uh, and Alex. Yep. Man, that that that's some big gun shit right there. <laughs> I would say bring in everybody, but I know it gets a little out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. After like, I think I found like three guest tops are like, I, I could barely handle it. <laughs> Fuck. But hey, let's, let's go to the unknown see what happens. Yep. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll have my little panic attack and I'll come here and have a great time. Well, now you don't need to attack because it'll all, it'll all guide its own way. That's true. Yep. That's true. 
Well, Ross, again, thank you. Until next time. All right, everybody. Yep. Later.